Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berto Will is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. Hey, guys. Um, I'm ashamed to say I watched the entire debate. I repeat, I watched the entire debate. And I could not have been more disappointed with what I saw. It's worse than I thought it could possibly have been. But the things we do, the things we must do. Anyhow, folks, welcome aboard. Paul Fleming Sr. from Atlanta, Georgia, where a lot's going to be happening at 730 when the when the criminal in chief turns himself in. Melanie Keelan, greetings from Bajo Aragón. Uh, where's Baja Aragon? I don't know where that is. Is that also in Barcelona, Spain, in the vicinities thereof? Yvette Avery Herod is in the house. Welcome, Yvette, our beautiful lady from UPS, Union Steward. Uh, we also have Lee Grant, who says, hey, y'all, from 106 degrees Fahrenheit, Texas. I show it at 105 here in Kingwood, Texas, but still that is cooking. And brother Michael Rodden said, Egberto, I stopped watching at the moment I mentioned in my previous comment. I guess I need to read your previous comment. Anyhow, folks, please give me a call. I would love to hear your thoughts in your words, what you thought about the debates, 281-823-7747. I'd love to hear from some of you, 281 823-7747. 823-7747. Michael says, who won the debate? Christie won the Never Trump or Never Trump voters and Vivek won the MAGA. But with this one action, all Republicans made themselves irrelevant. Deadline. Debate moderator Martha McCollum tried out the first race. I mean, let's start over. Uh, debate moderator Martha McCollum tried out the first raise hand question of the evening, asking candidates, do you believe in human behavior is causing climate change? Raise your hands if you do. None did. And Vivek Ramaswani said, the climate change agenda is a hoax. That drew boos from the audience. The question had to do with recent Maui fires, Maui fires and other environmental disasters a topic raised by a member of the Young Americans Foundation. His concern was that the Republican Party was ignoring climate change, even though it was a major issue for young voters. But they ignore. But they ignore. They just can't, they just can't get it right, folks. They just can't get it right. Anyhow, anyhow, let's see what else we got here. Good afternoon, May Wood. Great having you here. Uh, Paul Fleming says 94% of teachers have had to dip into their own pockets to buy school supplies at a time when the average Wall Street employee bonus hit 177000 in 2022. But go on about how teachers' unions are the real problem with education in America. Well, you know what we think about teachers here at Politics Done Right, my dear friend Paul Fleming. We revere teachers. We think teachers are the ones who move our, our knowledge forward. I love teachers. I mean, all teachers from, from, from the ones that are unaccredited at uh, the, let's say, the primary, not primary schools, but preschoolers, to the ones who work in kinder, to the ones who work with elementary, middle school, high schools, to the ones who work at junior colleges, to the ones who work at universities, and to the ones who just are out there teaching. It's a special feel. And I think those who have devoted themselves to do that, we owe a hell of a gratitude to more so than we owe to absolutely any stockbroker, financial analyst, banker, bankster, or whatever, because they do something that we can see. Making money off of making money is nothing more than gambling, is nothing more than doing these other things. Anyhow, Paul Fleming says Trump ally Harrison Floyd's mugshot. He's a former director of Black Voices for Trump. Floyd did not negotiate a bond uh, agreement and is currently in custody in Atlanta. Wow. Didn't know that. And you mean Trump is not going to come around and at least get him out of jail? 
I mean, it wouldn't cost them, it'll cost them under $10,000, 10% of $100,000. That's what they do, right? And he's going to let him rot in jail? Wow. But again, uh, for those of you who support Brother Trump, I just have to say, we told you so. We constantly, constantly told you so. But anyhow, folks, um, you know, as I watched the debate yesterday, I couldn't tell you, and I, you know, some people are going to get on my case for this, but the only person on stage that I saw, uh, if if a Republican had to be president, that I saw could somehow hold the position to some extent was Chris Christie. That's the only one, and and we know Christie is a blowhard. But that's the only person on stage that I thought plausibly could be president. Paul Fleming says, Lee Grant says, another black political prisoner like Mumia. Mumia. I got to brush myself up. I don't know who Mumia is. Paul Fleming says, we are having an old-fashioned cattle drive in Atlanta, rounding up Trump and the Trumpets. Exactly. Melanie Keelan says, estamos en la nada. Genia. Hay un río para nadar. All right. So you're swimming in some good cool water, I hope, because I heard the heat wave is attacking out there on uh, in Barcelona, Spain as well. Anyway, E2247, welcome aboard. He says, Vivek earned a lot of support last night. Terrifying. We do not want a rookie as world stage. Potus, terrifying. But we had a rookie in Trump, you know, and I think... At least Vivek is quite a, orders of magnitude smarter than Trump. So even as he appeases all the MAGA, he may go out there and do something plausibly well, maybe. I'm just saying, maybe. Anyway, folks, I'd love to hear from some of you. Why don't you give me a call? Tell me your thoughts about, I'd like to hear it in your voices so that I can take a clip of this and put it on, on, on TikTok with some of you saying what you thought about the, um, about the debate. So why don't we have like a fast fire? Call 281-823-7747. Just give me 30 seconds of what you thought about the debate. Give me a call. Come on. Give me a call. Uh, Egberto, drifting right you are. Thank you, sir. But anyway, hey, why don't you call 281-823-7747? Tell me what you think about the debate. Michael Rodden says, why would Lee Grant bring up this case from the 80s? Wikipedia, Mumia. Oh, that's Abu. Uh, I know who that is. The one that they, oh my God. They did that. I remember what they did to that guy. That was terrible. A murder and sentenced to death, uh, let's see, is an American political activist and journalist who was convicted of murder and sentenced to death. Uh, in 1982 for the 1981 murder of Philadelphia police officer Daniel Faulkner. While on death row, he was written, uh, he has written and commented on criminal justice systems in the United States. After numerous appeal, his death penalty sentence was overturned by a federal court. In 2011, the prosecution agreed to a sentence of life in prison without parole. Why would you bring that up, uh, Paul? Not Paul. It wasn't Paul who brought that up. It's Lee Grant. Lee Grant, why would you bring that up? I'm curious. I am very curious as to why you felt it necessary to bring that up. Uh, how was it germane to what we're talking about? Just curious. Just would like to know your thought process. All right, folks, come on. Give me a call. 281-823-7747. Who will be the first to call and tell me what they thought about the debate if they saw the debate? 281-823-7747. Would love to hear your voices. Just 30 seconds if, you, if you're shy. 30 seconds will do. 281-823-7747. Anyhow, I've got videos for you today, but the first one I want to play is from Nicole Wallace. A few, a, a, before the debate, Nicole Wallace did a little clip of what some of these guys represented, and she did a good job. I want you to listen to this, and then we'll go ahead and uh, we'll take it on the other side. Let's go ahead and cue that up for you. And here we go. Bingo. Eight Republicans made it to the debate stage. I mean, we had Ron DeSantis, Mike Pence, Vivek Ramanswamy, uh, what's her name? Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, Tim Scott, Doug Burgum, and Asa 
Hutchinson. Most of these guys are sensible guys. Nikki Haley was the one who brought down the Confederate flag. We had, uh, I mean, they're not foolish people, but based on who they believe the party is today, they have made themselves, uh, as, as governor of Minnesota would say, Tim Walls, weird. But it's deeper than weird, you know? Uh, there's a piece that... Uh, white that, that uh, Nicole Wallace did that I want you to listen to because in one short piece she encapsulate what the weirdest of these weird weird folks are saying which none of them believe by the way but are saying she couldn't find anyone with Chris Christie or Asa Hutchinson or Bergen but the others take a listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side Eight candidates have qualified. Businessman Vivek Ramaswamy, former United Nations Ambassador Nikki Haley, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, he was here on Monday, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, former Vice President to Donald Trump Mike Pence, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, and North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, who hurt himself playing basketball, I believe it's been reported, but will indeed be behind the podium tonight. Now, the majority of these candidates are jockeying to break through in the polls, it would appear, by being the most extreme in their rhetoric in the race. Take a look. If I have the privilege of being president of the United States, I'm going to clean house on the whole top floor of the Justice Department. No, I don't trust government to deal with red flag laws. 9-11 inside job or uh, exactly what the government tells us? I don't believe the government has told us the truth. I wonder what you do with the millions of foreign nationals here illegally. I'm going to appoint Tucker Carlson as my bye-bye ambassador to figure this out. It says instruction includes how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Some of the folks that eventually parlayed uh, being a blacksmith into into doing things later, later in life. You feel like you need a drink right now. You're worried about any one of those people becoming the next president of these United States. Well, right now the front runner is the guy that we didn't show you, the guy with four criminal indictments, two of which are for trying to overthrow the government he is running to lead and ostensibly led at the time. Folks, she's right. Can you believe that any one of these would make a good president. Can you believe that somehow there could be a president, Ron DeSantis, Mike Pence, Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, after what they've said? Let's be real, folks. Um, this, This election likely should be over before it even begins, but we know it's not so. There's a lot of work to do. But my God, look at what we've gone to. Look at what America has become. Look at what America has become. Mira lo que ha pasado con America. Mira lo que nos ha devolvamos. Eh? En nos devueltos. Okay? It's amazing. I forgot the word. I forgot the word and I forgot to bring my mic back in after drinking. All right, let's see what else we got here. Paul Fleming says, what was the most embarrassing? Was that all the Republicans but one on stage that said something? All right, let's bring out Maceda Poliana. Uh, Maceda Poliana, would you like to say your piece of what you thought about the debate, uh, the GOP debate last night? I'm, I'm a guy, but I, I would like to say a couple of things. Uh, okay, first, let, me, let me say that. I'm sorry, Macedo Poliana, correct? Yes. Great. Talk to me. Um, well, I don't know why William Hurd isn't getting any more love. I feel like if he ran, he would win Texas. And uh, he wins Texas. That makes him formidable right there, like in a better position than uh, than DeSantis. You know, so uh, despite that, he's the fact that he's not there, I feel like he can he's a good fundraiser and it allows the Republican party to pivot and present themselves as a non-racist group right away. Like they don't even have to do anything other than say, okay, William Hurd, 
or even probably, I think most people probably like Tim Scott better, but see, I'm not a big fan of his, and yesterday proved why. Interpersonally, right. is great. But on a big stage, you see he doesn't really have the chops. And, and the reason why he doesn't have the chops is because he's somewhat insecure. Yes. I mean, because if, you, if you're dealing with a Ron DeSantis or, you know, a, uh, um, even a Donald Trump, they're Ivy Leaguers. Right. They, those people, you know, they, they intimidate um, intellectually. Not, not saying that they have it, but just the fact that they put that on the wall. And, and most people are like, well, they acquiesce to it, especially right. the situation that black people find themselves in. So I don't want to totally go, go crazy with this, but I feel like the Republican Party has a chance to pivot here without having to make the normal investment of blowing up the entire party. So that's why I was thinking that once Trump gets found to be invalid on these ballots, you know, to me, a guy like Tim Scott could steal it. But I just don't know if he has the um, he's just not he doesn't have the the energy, the the vibe. You know, he, he's not vibrant enough. He's not robust enough. So, I, I well, don't know, I feel like the Republican Party's in big trouble. Macedo, I, 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 I first of all, uh, I agree with you very much about William Hurd. Right. And I know yeah. Hurd, and 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 again, I am I'm a I'm a staunch left wing, uh, d- d- uh, not Democrat but progressive, right? But I caucus with the Democrats, right? Now, but here's the deal: Are you a Republican? Uh, well, the only it's okay. No, I mean, I I I, no, I love me, everybody. Let me, no, let me tell you. Yeah. What, let me let me, re- let me preface it. Yeah. Because I feel like as a as a American black, uh-huh. we need a voting strategy. So the voting strategy, in my mind, is not to necessarily pick the winner, pick the Democratic winner. It's better to pick the enemy. So, of course, this is what my family has done. We're registered in the GOP. So we get to pick the enemy of the Democrat. And, of course, we pick somebody that will be not like Trump, not like DeSantis, but will reward somebody like a William Hurd, who's a moderate Republican like it used to be. Right. Well, like we don't have. a. am sorry. No, go ahead. You go, sir. Oh, no, I've taken up too much of your time today, but I just wanted to put those things out there. Oh, yeah. And let me just say one one last point about affirmative action. If affirmative action is gone, isn't this a taxation issue? We're having taxation without proper representation. We're being our money's being taken and we're not giving representation in the universities in the federal government or in, in the private sector. So I just wanted to add that in there. I'm sorry. No, no, you're not taking too much time. I, I, I want to hold you for a minute here because you have made some darn intelligent statements. Let me just tell you something. First of all, about the last topic you just brought in, taxation without representation. You nailed it. Yeah. And in fact, in fact, in fact, there are other, other wise people that have said, you know what? Getting having the Supreme Court nullify affirmative action gives us a a more solid ground to work on, and including what you just said, if there if everybody's paying taxes for the University of Texas, and somehow because of 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 uh, what has occurred historically prevents a particular group who is paying or groups I should say who are paying taxes for these institutions that they are unable to attend then there is definitely actual damage that one can assert for that. So that's a s- extraordinarily smart statement, sir. Second thing that you mentioned about now with, with regards to William Hurd and him uh, you know, representing probably now the best that the Republican has to offer. Look, he's a conservative. I'm yeah. not a conservative. But the good thing about him is that he's a, a, a guy who believes in – he thinks – he, in other words, he thinks uh, what you saw in Tim Scott was somebody who was just a follower. Tim Scott didn't believe half the things that he was saying. Tim Scott does not believe half the things that he's saying. No black man can come up and said that uh, that racism didn't really affect them in America in the form that Tim Scott would like you to believe. You were conservative exactly. and you know better. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not conservative in that sense because I believe that the progressions that we look for in our society, we, we might think we're, we're conservative, but technology just keeps moving us forward. Right. We don't have a choice but to grow and move forward. But, Egberto, you're doing a great job. And the reason why I shared that taxation issue with you is because I feel like you should start spreading that word because we, I feel like we're not, we're not talking in the right terms as far as how we're addressing things because, first off, Unlike these other people, I believe that one person can make a difference. Right. One person. And if one person can reach out and say things the right way, and I feel like for the 
for some reason, the corporate media has not present and not, has not been presenting the affirmative action case in the right way. Just like they'll say, "Oh, the pro pro abortion people." There is no such thing as a pro abortion. There's pro right. Right. There's no such thing as pro abortion. Right. But yet they'll say that. They'll say that. So it's like, oh man. So I feel like there's a lot of that going on, and uh, it's important at the grassroots level that we speak the truth. And, and oh yeah, by the way, by the way, um, I don't think Trump's going to be on the ballot because he's being indicted. What four different cities? Yes. Yes. Oh yes. man, I got to tell you, man, the feds are rough. <laughs> but let me let me let me tell you, Macedo. Uh, thank you very much for your call. It's very important. Thank you. Thank and you. one other thing that I want to tell you is that. Uh, this, this, the, the PDR posse, we listen to each other and one gets better when it comes in a collective. Thank you so kindly for calling in. Amen. Thank you, brother. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Anyway, uh, yes, Alistair Waters, the caller is spot on. You are absolutely correct, Alistair. The caller is spot on. Let me go see what, what else we have up here. We've got uh, Paul Fleming's, not Paul Fleming. I read that one already, Paul. Paul says, uh, conservatives are fine with the law when the law is being used against your outgroups and a position not against them. Paul Fleming also says, unlike the former guy who failed at Infrastructure Week, Joe Biden and Congressional Democrats delivered millions of jobs and billions in infrastructure. Now Republicans who voted no are stealing credit at ribbon cuttings, etc. Very true, very true, Paul Fleming. Uh, Michael Rodden says, Paul, conservatives are fine with the law when the law... Oh, I, I, I did that one already. Lee Grant says, mine was in response to uh, talking about the black guy in prison. I got you, uh, Lee Grant. I still don't see the the the... the, the, the the similarity or the congruences of what I should say. Uh, Michael Rodden says, if you go back 10 years, any one of those comments who have been immediately, dis would have been immediately disqualifying for running for office. I agree. And in fact, I titled it the thing that I said, uh, what DeSantis said was disqualifying for being president. Uh, Paul Fleming says, new. Donald Trump files his opposition to Kenneth uh, Cheesebro, demand for a speedy trial, and states he will move to sever his case from Cheesebro. They are working in conjunction to try to muck things up so that what happens is that this gets delayed, delayed, delayed. Daniel Ledo says, Egberto, do you support the leftist agenda to use the 14th Amendment to keep Trump off the ballot? Marxists at MSNBC are laying the groundwork right now. It's not Marxists at a MSNBC laying the groundwork. It is actually conservative scholars who are stating that Donald Trump has, in, in because he has created that insurrection, he is not qualified to be on the ballot. That didn't come from MSNBC. That didn't come from progressive. That came from uh, conservative scholars who are out there wanting to get a test case out. Not from progressives. This is something that came from conservatives, sir. Uh, Paul Fleming says, you're missing the whole point. Republicans are proud of being racist. They will not vote a black man in office. Let me just say this, uh, Paul, because... Um, I want to handle it this way. I know a lot of Republicans. I know a lot of Republicans who would like Republicanism to go back to where it was with respect to uh, having progressive Republicans as well. Not only the crazies, but progressive Republicans. And in fact, I know progressive Republicans that will never claim themselves to be progressive because of peer pressure. I want two good parties that can fight out ideas. I am a I'm liberal, liberal. I'm not liberal, I'm progressive, progressive to the left. But I want, I want that backstop. I want to be tested. I want folks to say, well, if you do that, this is what's gonna go wrong. And 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 I want I want to I want to have that interaction. It's important. Because otherwise, I'm a bleeding heart progressive, and I could there I could see myself going too far and somebody saying, well, look, if you do that, these are the these are the things that could go wrong. You know, there are, cert there are certain parts of human nature you have to understand that you probably are disregarding. So I want that check. I do want that. Uh, Michael Rodden says uh, to me, oh, wait, wait. Lee Grant says Vivek is a person of color that could aid him nationally in our age of identity politics. Uh, I want to say... Identity politics in this age is essential. Identity politics dies when identity fails to be something that determines your success. All right? 
identity politics is a must now. Anybody who wants to tell me that I, I, I am an identity politics guy, I said, that's me. That's me. Because we have to mitigate certain things that cover women's rights. We have to mitigate certain things that cover uh, the, the rights of gay couples, etc. We have to mitigate what covers uh, different ethnicities that have different problems, both inter in, and intra. Okay, so yes. I believe strongly that we must not rid ourselves of identity politics until identity politics is no longer determinative in your life. And right now, we are so far from that, it ain't funny. All right, uh, May Wood, well, that's a message to Michael Rudnan. Welcome aboard, May Wood. Uh, let's see, we got from Forbes, Michael Rudnan, conservative legal scholars William Baud and Michael Stokes Paulson said a forthcoming law review or in a forthcoming law review article now published as a preprint that the January 6, 2021 rebellion could disqualify Trump under the 14th Amendment. Again, uh, Ledo, that came not from liberals, but from conservatives. Okay, answer the questions. Do you support using the 14th Amendment to keep Trump off the ballot? Just answer the question. The answer for me, yes, absolutely yes. I think he is disqualified, in my opinion, from representing this country ever again. He tried to destroy this country. So yes, I agree with that. I have no problems speaking my, my mind, my dear friend. No problem whatsoever. All right, let's continue. Pardon the double fixed, a shortened copy-paste version. Gotcha. Alistair says, Ledo obviously doesn't understand the 14th Amendment, which highlights lack of knowledge of the Constitution overall. Get a clue. Eric says, green energy for you. Thousands of old wind turbine blades pile up in West Texas. Officials in Sweetwater say... Uh, an out-of-state company has made their town a dump for seldom seen trash created by... Oh, wow. That's a big problem. We have several thousand blades that are now damaged or whatever. And, you know, it's going to be recycled sometime, but we have to store it somewhere. So we store it in other places. What a big problem, huh? What a big problem, Eric. Uh, let's see. Thought you might like to know, uh, can come here and make a little chitter. As this, I don't know what that is all about. Uh, Revik Swimming became a billionaire. Actually, he was a crook, but I will take that later on. All right. Identity politics. Acknowledging that some issues affect some groups a lot worse than others. Thank you for that clarification, Senor Rudden. Daniel Ledo says, Egberto just admitted he's a racist and want to divide people in identity. Whoa. No, I said I, I am... Well, you know what that I don't need to answer that. Everybody here knows it. AC Rodriguez is in the house. He says, I think you'll be best to convict him of it first, even though I think he fits the criteria. We can't have people arbitrarily throwing all insurrection without moving it into courts. Well, actually, he was impeached on it and he wasn't he wasn't convicted of it, which means kicked out of office, but he was already impeached. And that's where it comes from. Uh uh, A.C. Rodriguez. Uh, Eric Hayes says, but Egberto, you are not getting your way, so indictments are for him. Huh? I don't get it. Paul Fleming says, scientists are learning that even the most casual contact with strangers and acquaintances can be tremendously beneficial to our happiness and well-being. That's why I love everybody. That's why I hug everybody. You know, at, uh, at Netroots, we all wear a button, right? It either says, uh, I, take, I accept hugs or I, I I don't hug, but I do fist bumps or whatever. I always wear the banner that says, I accept hugs. And everybody that I've known over the decades or the over the 10 years that I've been, over, t over 10 years that I've been going to Netroots, it's always a big hug fest. You're so right, Paul Fleming. All right, Daniel Ledo says, okay, do you understand if you keep our nominee off the ballot in just one state that you're asking for civil unrest? Is that what you want? Uh, you know, you guys always talking about civil unrest and trying to say you're going to get off a war. Let's see how many people will go out there for Trump as he's in as he goes and turn himself in today. You are representing a dying movement. Now, that said, Daniel Lado, a dying movement is dangerous because a lot of wackos are going to go out there and kill a lot of people. Right. But in the long run, we will get we'll shut you down and bring you back into societal norms or else you'll just be in jail. One or the other. Notice how most of those insurrections 
insurrectionists are in jail right now. Most of the ones that attack police or, 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 or so forth are in jail. That is exactly what we do because most Americans are law-abiding citizens and not the animalistic behavior that you saw on uh, 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 January 6th. Michael Rodney says, Trump's current problems are no longer a political one, but a criminal matter. And the trials, conservatives will no longer be able to ignore the evidence that, no, they'll ignore it. They don't care. AC Rodriguez says, hola, senor. Hola, AC Rodriguez, como estas, mi hermano? Ira K says, actually, no, uh, no, the blades are newer and dumped for the tax credits. Oh, if that is the case, I would love to report on that and not only report on that, if, if they're just if they're sitting there waiting to be installed, let me give an example. If they if people bought a bunch of blades, right, that are going to be turned into turbines, but they did it up front because the tax credits expires, don't have a problem with it. But if they're doing it as crooked capitalists, I want them hung. Well, not hung, but I want them thrown in jail. All right. Maywood says, not only does does he not understand the Constitution, he does not know or understand. All right, let's see. Eric Hayes says, the Sweetwater piles are at least partly the indirect result of rule clarification, the Internal Revenue Service issued in 2016. Before then, a wind farm could collect valuable tax credits for only its first 10 years of operation. But the IRS determined that it would uh, restart the clock on the credit if a farm repowered its turbines, replaced most of your equipment at, with renewed parts. So despite the expected two-decade lifespan for turbine blades, wind farms across Texas and other states began replacing many that remained in good shape years early. You know, that is where I that is where you have stupid tax policy. I'm with you there, Eric. I'm absolutely with you. But you know what's the interesting thing about that? Most of those tax policies were bought bought and paid for by the corporate state, the corporations. So that, you know, so I just thought I might let you know. Let's see. You have one for the screen. Oh, I love it. I love it, my brother. I love it. I love it. Uh, the hugs. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That is, these are the kinds of buttons that we had at Netroots. Air hugs only. Re- accepting hugs. That's the one I wore. Accepting hugs. Please, no hugs. I'm scared. I'm scared. No hugs or, for, or, no hugs or fist bumps. Or fist bumps only. Yeah, I wear the accepting hugs. And if, you know, if, uh, and I, we, we always, the way we do it is we, Look at the person's stuff. If they're not wearing a banner, we just show them the banner. They react that way or or not. But that 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 is where we do it. That is where we do it. What what uh, Fleming has to say is where humanity is important. We have to show display our humanity. Thank you, brother Fleming, for bringing that up, and thank you, Rudin, for finding those buttons. I love them. I love them. I love them. All right, continuing. Actually, this one is funnier. Michael, why are you going to have me throw two things on the screen? But I will, because you are right. It is funnier. And here's the second one from Michael Rudnan that's on the screen right now. There you go. Virtual hug. I love you, but no hugs. I'm sorry, but no hugs. If you can read this, you are not social distancing. Now, I don't like any of these. I like the hug. All right. Okay. Let's, let's continue. Let's continue with the program. All right. Daniel Ledo says, left display fast and loose with social cohesion by design. Okay. Uh, Aisid Rodriguez says, let me clarify. It can be admissible as evidence in criminal court, but not taken as a conviction in the criminal sense. I think you're talking about impeachment. Uh, Maywood says, I was trying to point out that Daniel doesn't even understand democracy. Mike Cisak says, Maywood. Uh, both understand what democracy is. It's mob rule without anyone having rights. Oh, so you're anti-democracy because you think it's mob rule. Let me teach you about the Constitution again, Mike Cisak. Mob rule is mitigated by the first 10 amendments to the Constitution known as the Bill of Rights. It says that there are certain inalienable rights you have that cannot be taken away from you from the majority the people you like to call the mob. So what, in in writing the Constitution, they said, 
and get into ten, the first 10 amendments, we want to protect certain individual rights that we are not going to allow people to vote on. All right? But ironically, it's the conservatives who normally tries to take people's rights away, including rights they fought for, voting and that and, and so forth. All right? Okay, uh, Michael said, ah, I thought those buttons were funnier. The second image were funnier. Yeah, they were funnier, but man, they were kind of antiseptic, man. I want the hug, Rudnan. I want the hug. You know what I mean? All right, I got another one for you here. Talking about the spineless Republicans that still are attached to Donald Trump. Take a look at this one. This one is really, really short, but it's spineless. Once again, most Republicans fought, fell in line to support their fewer. Trump has been indicted in four different states on 91 counts. He will be processed tomorrow in Georgia at the Fulton County Jail for charges relating to the 2020 election loss. You all signed a pledge to support the eventual Republican nominee. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. Governor Christie, you were kind of late to the game there, but no, you raised I, your hand. No, I'm doing this. Look, <laughs> look, I'm doing this. And I know this. You- so here's, the, here's the bottom line. Someone's got to stop normalizing this conduct. Okay? Now, and now whether or not, whether or not you believe that the criminal charges are right or wrong, the conduct is beneath the office of president of the United States. One would think by now the cult would be broken. After all, the guy is damaged. The guy is likely going to jail, but they just can't give in. 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 ¿Qué es lo que pasa con la gente, hombre? You know what I mean? I just don't get it. Anyway, folks, anybody want anybody else want to call and tell me their thoughts on what we had yesterday what was a so-called debate but i really i uh, take i i i believe what fleming says it was an embarrassment it was an embarrassment right that's what it was nothing more than an embarrassment hey we don't have uh our bridge mcp here today i notice anyway Lado says ramaswamy earned my vote last night christy confirmed what a post <laughs> he really is come on leave christy alone i like christy uh, mostly because he's the only one that has the guts to go up against Donald Trump. Uh, Ramaswamy is a. I I am sorry if 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 Ramaswamy convinced you. Oh my God, Lado, I feel for you, sir. I feel for you. Anyway, uh, Michael says conservative mostly falls into two groups: never Trumpers versus MAGA, and even MAGA have to realize that Trump can't win. With a house divided, Trump's break his own record for wars on favorables. And what he's going to notice when he go to Atlanta, Georgia, is while he tell, hey, be there, be there, be there, be there. Nobody's going to be there. They, they, uh, the reporters said there are dozens of people there. There are more reporters out there than supporters of Donald Trump. More reporters there than supporters of Donald Trump. Michael says, Egberto, conservatives are so easily duped by con artists who play on their fears. Yeah. Yeah. May would say, you see, Daniel Lado is anti-American. Daniel Lado says, some people prefer slavery. We know, we know now that Paul Fleming prefers. What Paul Fleming prefers. Mm. I love the way you come to conclusions. It's a concerning, but it's a way of coming to conclusions, I guess. Lee Grant says, RCP have... Polls indicate Trump and Biden are tied. Yeah, but does it add up to 100%? I doubt it. What you're going to find is those people that are going to break will never break Trump. They'll never break Trump. So I, look, believe it or not, let me tell you what's my major concern. My major concern isn't that uh, Trump can beat Biden. My concern is that Trump is eliminated out of the race. And that somebody like a Christie, or as our caller mentioned earlier, a uh, Will Hurd come in. And I do think that a, a Will Hurd and even a Christie could beat Biden. Not because of policy, 
But because a lot of people are, and let's let's say the the quiet thing out loud, a lot of people are going to say the guy is sort of old, and anything can happen after eighty. You can be in great health today, and tomorrow, kaboom, right? I mean, that can be with a young person too, but it's more likely with an older person. And a lot that's on a lot of people's mind, and I think that is a big flaw in the democratic intelligentsia, not looking at that and saying, oh my God, this is something that could happen. I wish they were more serious about thinking about all the possibilities out there. I don't think they are thinking about all the possibilities out there. And I think that is, in fact, the problem that needs to be needs to be addressed all right let's see what else we got here e2247 says avaq uh, melanie and alissa oh you're saluting them he hope you are well today michael says ask lee grant for a link regarding the rcp's aggregator trump biden being tied see if it's up to date uh, or is it 2020 oh that's interesting i uh, i don't know but you can actually go to rcp yourself michael Lee Grant uh, says Biden 45, Trump 43. That's not a cult. Uh, what is it? I don't know. I think it is. I remember that the, the Democratic Party, and I don't know, I don't know what that poll, what that poll really says or how it's divided up. But anyhow, folks, our last video of the day is that you know what? This uh okay, it looks like that is from um from 2020, according to Michael Rudnan. So I don't think that holds. And Mike C-Sack says, Daniel Edo, some people think uh, slavery is actually freedom because it free the, it's freedom from responsibility. It's not freedom from responsibility. It's freedom for responsibility for themselves, what they are responsible to make, to take care of the master. They're responsible for actually doing the work the master is too lazy to do, right? Anyhow, let's go ahead and get to the last video of the day. Anybody who watched a debate last night had to come across with one impression. These guys, as, as the governor from Minnesota said, are weird. As uh, Nicole Wallace from MSNBC said, uh, can you really believe one of these guys could be president? But I, I, I tell you what, it was one hyperbole after another. It was one lie after another. But I tell you what, I think one of the most dangerous statements that were made on the debate came from Ron DeSantis. Because what he spoke about was going on the, the sovereignty of another country, attacking the sovereignty of another country. I want you to listen to this. And then we'll take it on the other side. As president, would you support sending U.S. special forces over the border into Mexico to take out fentanyl labs, to take out drug cartel operations? Would you support that kind of American military use? Yes, and I will do it on day one. Here's the thing. The cartels are killing tens of thousands of our fellow citizens. You want to talk about a country in decline? You have the cartels controlling a lot of part of your southern border. We have to reestablish the rule of law and we have to defend our people. The president of the United States has got to use all available powers as commander in chief to protect our country and to protect the people. So when they're coming across, yes, we're going to use lethal force. Yes, we we reserve the right to operate. How many more tens of thousands are we going to let to die? I am sick. I've met angel moms throughout this country. I met a lady in, in Texas named Tracy and her son took one Percocet that was laced with fentanyl immediately died. That is happening all across this country because of the poison that they are bringing in. So as president, would I use force? Would I treat them as foreign terrorist organizations? You're darn right I would. Now, let me tell you, this one hits home. Back in the, uh, the 1980, late 1980s, uh, Manuel Antonio Noriega, the dictator of Panama, uh, he supposedly help the cartels launder money uh, for drugs that, are, that, that was going into the United States and other places. Well, the United States, supposedly the CIA, wanted Noriega to do things. They, they, they would turn a, a blind eye. They didn't think much of him doing this, uh, this with the cartel. 
But since he didn't do something the CIA wanted him to do, uh, they decided that, well, what what Manuel Antonio Noriega was doing was dangerous to the United States. And we are going to go to Panama and we are going to invade Panama. And after we invade Panama, we are going to kill. In other words, they were trying to get one guy, Manuel Antonio Noriega. And in the process of doing so, they killed thousands of Panamanians, according to, I think, uh, the, the report from the United States was a thousand Panamanians. It, the report from the UN was 4,000 Panamanians. Most of us in Panama understood where the bombs fell. David, Colón, and, and uh, Panama, it, it, close to Panama City, by the Cuartel, uh, it's called uh, Chorre, not Chorrera. I don't remember the name of the town where the, the Cuartel was for Manuel Antonio Noriega. They decimated the entire area. Tenement, ten, tenement builders surrounded the area and they killed thousands of Panamanians. We know it is north of 10,000 Panamanians, but the bold, the American bulldozers came in and they, they got rid of everything. It wasn't even treated with dignity. So that was an invasion on a sovereign land to get the dictator of Panama and bring him to the United States. Now we have a guy like DeSantis talking about uh, he will go into Mexico and find those people who are selling drugs. Why don't you go into the United States and go into every town where these people, these doctors are prescribing these these uh, drugs that get people addicted and when they can't get prescriptions anymore, they go to the black market to get it. Why don't you go and try to treat the people who are ill? Why don't you try to treat the people who are drug addicts in the United States? These Mexican cartels, they're nothing more than capitalists. There's a need for these drugs in the United States because there's a demand for these drugs in the United States and they're just providing the supply, just like what the United States does around the world. There's a demand we supply it, even if the people don't like what we're supplying, even if the things that we're supplying is harmful to the population. But, you know, fentanyl is bad. Yes, it is. Why not solve the problem in the United States? It's not the pushers. It's not the, the suppliers that turn these folks into addicts. It's the capitalists in the United States who created the drugs that these people depended on. And when they can no longer get prescriptions for it, after they've been turned into drug addicts, after they've been turned into addicts by the pharmaceutical companies, then it creates a market that people in Mexico and China and all and right here in the United States fulfill. It's a capitalist thing. You want to solve the problem? Stop people from being sick and needing the drugs. That is how you solve the problem. But no, America is going to go into forming a war with Mexico now, just like they invaded Panama and just annihilated 10,000 innocent people. Folks, Ron DeSantis should be ashamed of himself. And we better be careful as we constantly always are ready to go to war. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. Absolutely so, folks. Please remember to join. There are many ways for you to support Politics Done Right and the progressive movement, the progressive uh, media. Please go to politicsdoneright.com slash support, politicsdoneright.com slash support. Alternatively, uh, uh, or rather, not alternative, uh, for those who can, I'd love for you to support our newsletter. Uh, it's, it's, it's like getting us a cup of coffee. Uh, a month or so, politicsunright.com slash newsletter, politicsunright.com slash newsletter. Anyway, folks, uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, uh, when the Jews were freed from Egypt, many wanted to go back into slavery because of security. Oh, Lord. I'm not going to touch that today. I'm not going to touch that today. 
Uh, let's see what else we got here. AC Rodriguez says, uh, Grant Wrong, please see Port Portugal's drug policy. And it's successful. It is successful. Less people are on drugs and dying in Portugal than they are here. They have a great policy because they treat it as an illness. And in treating it as an illness, we don't have the problems that we have in the United States. We do everything with guns and bullets, right? Uh, we also have uh, E2247. Hey, kids, two great reads for you. Ned Blackhawk, The Rediscovery of American Native People and Unmaking U.S. History 2023. And Roxanne Dunbar-Ortiz, An Indigenous People History of the United States. Find in your local library. Thank you for bringing, bringing that into the fold, Brother E2247. Mike C-Sex says, Cartels are response, response to the government attempt to stamp out a market. Madre mía, por favor, ayúdame con esta gente. A veces no sé lo que es lo que debo de responder. Uh, but I did see that AC Rodriguez made a lot of sense when he said, uh, it, where was it? I saw, I think it was AC Rodriguez who said it. Exactly. Cartels are just capitalism fulfilling a market need. I, I'm glad that you understood the concept. Again, once again, folks. Once again, okay, let's see. Mike Daniel Lado says, the cartels are what capitalism wishes it could be, working outside the law, armed to the teeth, and murder as a tool for solving problems. The cartels are uh, have perfected capitalism. Wow. Wow. Daniel, I, don't, I can't believe you are seriously saying that, right? Because ultimately, if you are saying that, I'll have to tell you, you stumbled onto something, brother. You stumble onto something. But I'll explain that in some other time, okay? We'll talk about that some other time. Anyway, folks, please remember, support the program. Support the program. Please go to politicsandright.com slash support. Has all the different methods in which you can support us. We really need to have your support continuously. Likewise, folks, please, please, por favor, por favor, por favor, go ahead and subscribe to our newsletter. Very inexpensive politicsandright.com slash newsletter. Uh, AC Rodriguez says, you're correct, except capitalism does operate outside the laws and regulations put on them all of the times. Exactamente. You've nailed it, sir. You've nailed it. Folks, don't forget to share the programs as well. Not only the blogs, not only the videos, but the audios, everything. And don't forget that you can always get our podcast to tell people about it at politicsandright.com slash podcast politicsandright.com slash podcast anyway i'm going to be getting out of here a little bit early got another interview that i got to go do right after the show i think you'd love it my name is egberto willies this is politics done right and you guys know how i end this baby i am what out we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.